What's going on, my uh, quarantined Rocky? Sorry for that cutoff delay. So much stuff going on this week. Uh, glad to have you back. It's obviously going to be... Uh, let's get, let's actually get into the rundown of the episode. Uh, we are going to have our very first guest on today uh, of the podcast. And uh, we do have producer Dodger fan Jesse here who is messing with some of the technical stuff. Um, it does look like Corona has gotten the best of all of us. Um, dang, man, last week's episode, I know we were going to say we're not going to talk about this virus that we're not going to talk about, but it kind of seems to have like engulfed our life. Baseball's gone. Uh, sports in general are gone. And now we're just kind of find our, you know, trying to just find our way through life. Uh, Jesse, any words for the, uh, listeners? What's going on, everybody? Stay inside. Uh, go fucking Dodgers and Angels, Angel fans. Um, stay inside. I was gonna say something real disrespectful, but I'm gonna keep it to myself. In in because just because of the times that we're in, I'm putting my Dodger hate aside. Um, everybody, man, come on, let's just stay six feet away from each other. Let's uh, you know, go to don't go anywhere. Stay home. Um, one of the things I wanted to dive into, basically, I guess, is like you know, we're all in quarantine. Some of us are working. Some of us aren't. Um, so if you are, if you do happen to be one of the people that is, uh, working, um, you know, be, be grateful because some people aren't working and, you know, some people like producer Dodger fan Jesse, who are a bartender and a server kind of don't get that right to be, uh, working and stuff. So, um, being at work maybe isn't always the worst thing. Um, there's still no baseball games on, which, uh, does make this podcast kind of rough, but I did say on episode one that if, all the games get rained out. I'm still going to make a podcast and talk about the shitty weather. There's no weather. It's just the uh, virus that we're not going to name. And it just keeps, you know, it will not go away. It will not subside. It does look like it is actually a little more serious than uh, we first anticipated. Um, but after all that being said, the angels are still, uh, I guess, summer in Tempe, summer being asked to go home, summer being, you know, in uh, summer, like they've been getting the option to go home, stay in Tempe or go to the city that they play in. Um, but right now I'm actually going to introduce our first ever guest, which some of you may know uh, from my other podcast, Just Might Cover. You may know him if you follow me on Twitter. You may know him 
Um, you know, if you if you know me, you may know him. So here is uh, Mike Clout. And uh, that's that's going to be his intro music right there. Mike Trout, actually, we have, uh, his real name is Carl. Carl, welcome to the show, man. How you doing? What's up, bro? Good. How are you? Thanks for having Good, me. Good, man. Anytime. I love that you're the first uh, first guest on here. That actually makes me really happy. To kind of be like the Rendon to my Trout. That's fair. I'll take it. Or the uh, Tommy La Stella to my Otani. Or the, uh, you know, David Eckstein to my David Fletcher. The last comparison was a Just odd, might be Romo. There it is. So, Carl, is uh, why don't you tell the people a little bit about your fandom, uh, who your favorite player is, and, um, you know, why you like the Angels? Uh, first and foremost, uh, I'm a big sports fan in general, but I think my love for the Angels surpasses my love for every other sports team that I have. Even the Lions? Even the Lions. Okay. Like, because... Just growing up, like being from Anaheim, growing up in Orange County, it's like, I don't know, no disrespect to producer Dodger fan Jesse, but if you grow up in Orange County and you're not an Angels fan, oof, like what are you doing, man? Talk your shit. So, oof. Um, so, yeah, man, it's just, uh, it's awesome to have a team that I can say is from my home. It was really hurtful when the Angels put the Los Angeles in their name. Yeah, I mean... Whatever. No one cares about that. It's obviously for the money. A lot money. of people care about it. I mean, I would I would call myself, you know, 5'2 if they paid me. You know what I mean? Um, some of the things that, you know, have been going on. Actually, uh, carry on. Keep going on. Who's your favorite player? And um, I guess you covered, like, why you like him. But, uh, favorite player currently. Let's do current to, and all time. Okay. Favorite player current has to be the GOAT, you know. Uh, David Fletcher. Mr. Mike Trout, Michael Nelson, Millville Meteor Trout, mm-hmm. my favorite player. Um, ironically enough, my favorite angel, aside from him, wore the same number as him. Ooh. Uh, Mr. Vladimir Guerrero. Yep. So, yeah, I've been an Angels fan as long as I can remember. I, I vaguely remember the, the 2002 World Series. I, I kind of just dove back into that. Uh, I just called timeout, Jesse. Yeah, that's actually pretty funny to, that you brought that up because um, since there are no games going on and it does look like this thing's going to go into June, July, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, I have seen on my timeline a lot to the 2002 World Series, like the reruns and the uh, things like that. What do you think was your favorite moment from uh, from that series? Um, I Damn, that Spezio home run in game six. <laughs> game six is nuts. Dude. To, I think about it, like I think about that now. Like imagine being a part of something like that. Like we go to a lot of games together. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like imagine we have unfortunately never gone to a playoff game together. But nope. imagine being in that atmosphere. Like when Spezio hit that bomb. I don't know, man. That's one of the things. Like I don't think they could stop beer sales. Like oh, that shit yeah. has to go on to the ninth. It inning, would right? have to. Yeah. Because, ah, f- dude, first thing I would think of, Max, let me go get your fucking beard hug. Like, and it's like, oh, we're done. Like yeah. seventh inning, like that would suck. Is there? I was actually thinking, like the Angels are actually from Orange County, but they do have uh, L.A. in their name. Is there another team that has a basically uh, is like from a smaller county? Like not really. All the teams are like from bigger markets, aren't they? Sorry, rephrase that. Like, like Angels from Orange County. They're from yeah, An- they're from Anaheim, but they have L.A. Is there a the- smaller like you know? It's not like the man. I mean, Manhattan's still a big city. But 
like the Yankees are from New York, Mets are from New York. I'm trying to think if, if there's another team that's from a small, um, mar- like I guess smaller market. You know what I mean? The only one I could probably think of is like football, like the Jets and the Giants. Um, or the Rays, I guess. They're like in Tampa's pretty big too, though. Oh, you're saying small market? Like I thought Anaheim. Saying, I thought you were saying small market that has a big name attached to it. No, no, no. Like Anaheim is a small city. Yeah, you're right. Is there? Is, we have to be like the smallest city to have a major league team, right? Smallest city to have a major league team. Um, I'm man. trying to think. I mean, I'm sure off the top of my head, like, I mean, because like Detroit Tigers, Cleveland Indians, fucking Texas Rangers. Yeah, you're kind of right. Yeah, I know. Uh, which is kind of nuts for us. We're the fucking we're the rookies of the year. I mean, can I, you think of one producer Dodger fan? I mean, Baltimore's kind of. I mean, Baltimore's huge. Baltimore's well-known, too, huh? Yeah, I'm thinking, uh, I mean, I'm trying to think in the Midwest. Kansas City's pretty big. Yeah, I thought that, too. Chicago, San Fran. Yeah, I mean, if other than, obviously, we have the L.A. in our name for, like, money reasons. For marketing purposes. Yeah, yeah, so, but they are actually from Anaheim, which is a small city. If you guys know of a team that, if I'm forgetting one, go ahead and uh, let me know. Um, Damn, that's a good point. I one never, of the things, never thought of that. One of the things that happened this week, um, Trevor Bauer's been in the news recently. He has, uh, I don't, I don't know. The guy kind of, I like the guy. Like I want to like the guy, but he just like, I don't know. He he has his own separate interests and stuff, and like he does chirp at like the MLB to be like, give more to the fans, give more to the fans, give more to the fans, blah blah. blah. And then he goes and holds his own live stream. Doesn't let any fans go. He does like a Sandlot pickup game, and the fans can't go. You know what I mean? Like, uh, did you see that on Twitter where yeah. he did the Sandlot game? I think it might be. Kind of due to the midst of the quarantine thing that we got going on. I mean, come on, man. Do I, I know you can't do like a meet and greet, and yeah. I'm sure that it's like kind of sketchy to like kind of meet people right now. Yeah. But I mean, you, you got to kind of do more for the fans. I mean, yeah, you live stream it, and you put it out, and you get clicks and stuff. And like, I don't know. I, I just think that's something that um, he could have done a little better with. And he is going to be like, he's going to be like the ambassador of the game. You know, like, oh, well, he, he is. He's trying to be. I think he's trying to like pick up this bad boy mantra of like yeah like he wants to be the league's bad boy but it's hard because he talks like he swallowed a rubber duck yeah i mean he is a friend of the show uh no, will, yeah for sure he's will cool, be yeah. um and i'm just thinking like i mean i trev man if you listen to the people man like you, you're on twitter for a reason um we'll let you know like what we need but i mean setting up a game is cool for the players and all but i mean it really doesn't nothing for the fans i mean yeah, we could live stream it. Like we could, we have the option to live stream any game in the history of baseball ever. NFL Network just came out and released every or uh, NFL Game Pass. Like, I mean, what's gonna, yeah. what's that gonna do for me watching a live stream of some guys? The behind the scenes stuff is cool, but for the most part, I mean, if I can't go, then you know, who cares? It was a perfect opportunity to fill a stadium with fans, and um, I, I don't know. Like I said, maybe with the stuff going on right now. Um, I think maybe not the smartest the, thing, but it like hits a nerve for us too because we could have been out there. Yeah, I would have for sure went 100. Yeah, percent So it's it's tough. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, Trevor Bauer launching that ball over center field is still one of the coolest like athletic yeah. feats I've ever watched. So so on this podcast, like I've had bad luck with like talking about on like Wednesday, I'll be like the Angels are fucking not no injuries. They're fucking going into the weekend fine, and then. Thursday, so we record Wednesday, drop Friday. Yeah, I'll say something Wednesday. I'll be like, the Angels have no injuries; they're totally looking good. And then on Thursday, like Griffin Canning got hurt. Yeah. Um, Wednesday last week, I was saying, oh, we can't wait to be at the Broken Liver Ranch, brought to you by White Claw. 
and we're going to be at spring training. We're going to be doing this, this, this. Thursday, all activities shut down. Finessed. Um, so one of the things now, I guess, I, don't, I didn't know where I was going with that. But, I mean, yeah, we were supposed to be in spring training uh, this past weekend. But with the, uh, you know, with the cancellation of games and the... Uh, Pretty much nationwide quarantine at this like, point. And yeah, basically can't do anything. Only can watch highlights. What What are some of the things that you're doing? How are you getting your baseball fix right now? Uh, well, like I said, I, I dive back into that little 2002 World Series run. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can never, I think YouTube has like an entire, like they have each game broken up. So like World Series game seven. Is like, like accelerated. It's like two hours and 40 minutes or whatever, you know. So oh. it's like, so I, I watch that sometimes. Um, I like what you mentioned earlier, MLB.com released like the, the capacity to search for something. Yeah, like you, that was sweet. You search like Mike Trout. And I can watch his first uh, major league home run. It's it's so specific that it gets to like so. Th- so what he's talking about is the major league baseball released a link where you can uh, search up literally any clip much from anything, some yeah. like the sixties or something. Yeah, and you can literally like the filters are so specific that you could type in Mike Trout hat falling off, and it'll show you all the clips where his hat fell off, or. Uh, Brian Goodwin error. You know, you'll see a few of those or like Justin Upton misplayed fly ball. Justin Anderson blown save. Like so something like that. So um yeah, yeah I guess that's definitely cool though to be Yeah, able me to do too. That. I've been passing the time, you know, I guess clips, but clips kind of don't do it for me. Baseball's one of the things for me where I have to watch a new game. Like, yeah, it's cool to go back and watch that or you know, but I I mean realistically, who's going back and watching two hours or forty minutes of an old game? Yeah. Um MLB the show. Definitely has stepped up so huge in this pandemic. Like, l- let's talk a little bit about like what. So what I do is I'll get the show and like, yeah, we, uh, you know, we bought it last week, last Friday, we had, last Friday. We had a nice little tournament. We had an eight man tournament for MLB. The show didn't get to stream it because, you know, we're not fucking technically savvy. We're not YouTubers. Yet. Um, so we did stream that. That was fun. But one of the things I do like the most is road to the show amazing road to the show is one of the best things it like it like i was playing last night and i was telling my girlfriend i was like i feel like i'm 12 i feel like i'm 12 years old i have snacks i'm playing road to the show (laughs) i'm trying to get called up um i did max Farius last night on the uh uh road to the show did my showcase whatever 15th round third pick uh drafted to the marlins as a shortstop and uh i got sent down to double a the jacksonville jumbo shrimp uh, so far, doing pretty well. I'll post my stats on Rocks and Outfield Twitter. And, um, yeah, I mean, I know you have a road to the show going. You haven't put in as much uh, time as I have. How is your double-A season going? So I actually did the showcase. I got drafted uh, 15th round, first overall, or f- I guess first pick of the 15th round. Um, I got drafted to the Orioles. And he just and ha- said, wasn't it Detroit? No, I got drafted to the Orioles, and I said, going back to college. <laughs> so I went back to college for a year, did the showcase again, and then I got drafted 15th round again, first pick of the 15th round to the Detroit Tigers. Yeah. So uh, like you said, I haven't put that much time into it, but I plan on it in the midst of this pandemic, quarantine, yeah. all that. But um, yeah, man, like you said, I really feel like I'm a kid again. Like when I would wake up early on Saturday, like oh, oh, my yeah. parents are oh, asleep. Yeah. They can't, my parents are asleep. They can't tell me shit. You know, I'm just going to play for as long as I can before they wake up. And yeah, like this MLB, the show is really filling the void of baseball because you're essentially in control of a baseball game. You know, like you're 
creating your own video game version of going to the ballpark of yeah. going to like fuck around with the homies. You know, it do, you, it does kind of look cool. And I'm, obviously we're in the minor league still, and it's funny to see the stadiums packed. Yeah, and I can tell you they're never that packed. Yeah, exactly. I've been yeah. to a few minor yeah, league right. games; they're never that packed. And I mean, like on Friday when we had our little tournament, we were crushing beers and hanging out. And it's like, oh, it's like yeah. going to the ballpark and drinking beers with your boys. That, that was fun to get an environment like that going. Um, one of the things I was thinking about MLB The Show, um, I don't really understand the like locker room dynamic. Like I kind of just skip through all that stuff. I try to do the trainings and stuff, but I just can never stick to it, I guess. Do you do, you do that stuff or you just play the games? I literally do it just because I want my guy to be better. Yeah, I want to get called up too. But I just, I mean, it gets so redundant to a point. Like, it's like, hey, man, I don't care what my relationship with my setup man I don't is. want to be the fucking Maverick or the Lightning Rod, <laughs> yeah. okay? I want to be the fucking captain, yeah. all right? I want to be the game changer. Whatever I got to say to get to I to get there, that's fine. Yeah. Um, not much Angel news, uh, but some MLB news. Uh, the Major League Baseball donates. Uh, it looks like each club donated a million dollars to their workers. Um, which is, which really is solid on the MLB's pretty part. solid. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like, because I mean, I'm sure some of the people are gearing up to work for the uh, Angel Stadium. I guess like they're getting ready to go work the booth or the food. Um, I, I know that can be kind of tricky. I know those guys are hourly. Um, but I mean, they kind of just were, I guess, expecting a check in in a week or expecting to start working in a couple weeks. Yeah, and that's been delayed. Um. What do you, what do you think? Obviously, everyone's bummed out about the season being delayed two weeks, but I mean, it even looks like it's going to be further. Uh, give us a guesstimate on when you think we're going to be at Angel Stadium. Man, I, best case scenario, we're looking at like, I think best case scenario is like Cinco de Mayo, kind of around Damn, that time. That's crazy. I think all of April is just ghosted at this I'm, point. I'm hearing a bunch of stuff too. They're going to play games with no fans, and which would be. I mean, yeah, it'd be cool and all, but that really puts a damper on things I was trying to do. The only cool thing about that to me would be hearing the ball hit the bat. That's it. Yeah, but I mean, if you can't go, like, if we can't be there and watch it, that would be something nuts. And, uh, you know, I, I have I have plans for this season to put out, like, a vlog series uh, at each home game. Uh, Mike Clout Carl over here was going to help me uh, do some of that. Yeah, I was looking so forward to he, that, man. So actually, we actually do our we actually are season ticket holders. Um, him and I, producer Dodger fan Jesse, I think he has like some twenty Dodger pack or I don't know some fucking you get a free hot dog or something. And um, Carl and I have the season tickets. We went to the chalk talk, did the whole event thing, and uh, man, it was just kind of like a tease to go to like a season ticket event and then have everything get shut down. What's the old term? Uh, getting the rug pulled out from underneath you. Yeah, we were getting teased. That's like exciting. I have, a, I have baseball blue balls. Yeah, it was BBB. It was pretty. It's like what the Dodgers get in the World Series every year. Just blue balls. Yeah, I do generally and figuratively. Bro, I would Jesse. I would produce a Dodger fan, Jesse. I would pay any amount of money to watch my to watch just one inning of baseball. Yeah, I, man, it's it just sucks because we've looked forward to this for so long, to the point where it's like, man, I don't even. And I think we've been like, dude, we're getting teased. We're getting baseball teased. We're getting Anthony Rendon teased. The Yankees are healing up this whole fucking time. Yeah, like, yeah, that, this is bullshit. That's bullshit. Pinstripe dude. Eddie, we got to have a pinstripe report. Um, I got to find a song for the pinstripe report. Dude, Fuck. the Yankees are benefiting from this so much. Now batting Derek Jeter, number two, Derek Jeter, number two. That, it's fucking bullshit. Yeah. The fucking pin. This is, this is your weekly pinstripe report. Pinstripe Eddie. 
hey, man, talk about the all-time lucky break of injuring all your guys and being like, oh, fuck, he's not going to be ready for he's not going to be ready for opening day. Coronavirus. Would you say we're in the midst of a pin- oh, pandemic? Yeah, we're in a pandemic because the Yankees are getting fucking healthier. <laughs> That's a pun. Hashtag. Um, yeah, it is actually bullshit. MLB donates. Um, Trevor Bauer does his live stream. I'm trying to look here. 2016 MLB World Series. Perfect time to get into some uh, transactions for the week. Um, not not a ton of noticeable names. Jaime Berea headed to Salt Lake. He looks like a guy that will be back and forth from Salt Lake to Anaheim a I couple to times. I listened your uh, earlier pods, and to me, he was an early dark horse candidate for flow of the year. Barria? Yeah. Damn. All right. But, I mean, there's no point in flow of the year if you're not going to be the bigs. Yeah, that does. I'm sure there is a lot of uh, it's him, Dilly Pickles, Harper uh, in the running. Cole Tucker has some flow. Um, but yeah, Jaime Berea head down to Salt Lake. He will be back and forth. I'll have to keep an eye on him. What do you think should be the minimum for flow of the year? The minimum in terms of what? Like how many games played in the majors? Ooh. 60? Well, if you're like a, being on the roster if, 60 times, if you're a pitcher, like maybe like at least 10 appearances. In the game, like I know it's hard okay. for like ten starts relievers and like okay. yeah, it's like maybe ten starts or like, like ten maybe, starts for a pitcher. Got you, and then a position player probably fifty percent of the time. Yeah, at least at least eighty got eighty you. plus games. Yeah. Um, Jaime Berea sent down to Salt Lake. Taylor Cole sent down to Salt Lake. I know he's another starter. Jaime Berea was one of those guys that we were told to keep an eye on because he came into the camp looking real good. He's on the fringe. He lost like fourteen pounds. Was looking solid. Was and, pitching okay. And then I mean, he's just. I don't know. It's just kind of Dylan Bundy, I guess, taking everyone's jobs. Dylan Bundy's the fucking man. I mean, we're not going to know now. What if he comes back and he's just like, he's awful? I would, I would fucking quit life. I would literally die. Is like, there a way to the coronavirus? We might, ha- like, they might have to. If Dylan Bundy comes back and he's not what we saw in spring training, we might have to call it. Yeah. Um. Next on the list is going to be Anthony Bamboom. Head down to Salt Lake. He looks like he lost the battle between Stassi, which I hate, and uh, Jason Castro, Castro, who's looking he's a lock. solid. Yeah. Um, Kyle Keller down to Salt Lake, and Jose Quijada, two, another pair of pitchers, headed down to Salt Lake. Man, it, it's good to see moves. I think, uh, but I think ultimately, like this is cool. But ultimately, what has injected life into my veins has been the NFL. Um, I know this is a baseball podcast, but the NFL has injected pure life oh, into yeah. my veins definitely has saved this dark sportsless time never have i been more excited to get an alert from like adam schefter <laughs> yeah never you before i would blow those off now i'm just getting like oh fuck lynn val joseph to the chargers fuck yeah so i have a question well you know how in the nba there's the woge bombs and then in the nfl we have like schefter and we have rapaport yeah who's our mlb guy is it jeff passan bomb no it's uh rosenthal rosenbaum Ken Rosenbaum? I think so. I think he's the one that does it. Who, who does it the most? Ken Rosenthal, only. yeah, but... Buster only. Only bomb? Buster does it. Buster only is the but, I mean, MLB Network's fucking dinosaurs. Yeah, that's true. I think... Do you think the N... The, I mean, the MLB has... The, the oldest, NLB? <laughs> the National League of Baseball. Do you think they have the oldest demographic of fans? Hell yeah. Has to be, right? Oh, dinosaurs. America's pastime. Dinosaur. Just straight up dinosaurs. America's pasture bedtime. Man, these guys. I mean, you know what? Baseball might not have any fans after the coronavirus. Yeah, dude. You're they're not, all old. They're not wrong. Um, some of the. Man, it should be called the Rocks Bomb. Once I start breaking news. That, 
once you get in with the fucking with the halos, once you kick out the boomers and bring in the new generation, how long before you take all of Roger Lodge's halo honks and oh, turn them into dude, Rockies? I'm fucking. I'm coming, Roger. <laughs> the Rockies are coming. We're going to be out there full force. Shout out, Roger Lodge. Um, just a quick break just to take care of some housekeeping here. Uh, make sure you guys are following on Twitter, at Rocks in the OF, tweeting a bunch of funny memes just going on, being on Angel's Twitter. Um, make sure you follow us on Apple iTunes, rate, subscribe, review. If you go ahead and leave a review, screenshot that, send it to me on Twitter, at Rocks in the OF. I will uh, toss you a jacket. It has to be a positive review. Negative reviews uh, get snuffed, get left on red, like Drake. Um, so, yeah, make sure you do that. Also, make sure to go ahead and you follow Carl, WCC, Carl Cervantes 15 on Twitter, and producer Dodger fan Jesse on Twitter, at Jesse Covers. Um, back into some more news. We're going to head into our top five um, just to get through this uh, this show is going to be pretty rough. I'm, I'm right there with you guys. Not much to talk about. Mike Trout's going to have a kid. Joe Madden saying they're probably going to play 162 games. Um, hey, before maybe you get going, maybe let's get into that. Before you get going, uh, I just want to tell you. I was thinking about it. Like you asked me to be on, and I was like, ah, this is pretty tight, you know. Um, your fan base from like from what I see, what no, you, what don't do it. Already, it's not that. No, what you've already developed. Is it's pretty Angel dope. Twitter. Oh, thank you, thank you. Oh, you thought I, I thought, I thought you were going to go because we have to agree here. Yeah. Angels Twitter. Look, I'm 28. I don't know what's going on. Let, let's get into that a little bit. I'm like 26. Hashtag okay. Youngest, hashtag young. youngest man alive. Hashtag ranks. Um, <laughs> do you get what's going on? Because you're an Angels fan. You're a Twitter user. Yeah. But somehow those two don't overlap in the Venn diagram of your life. They're how not mutually exclusive. How is Angels Twitter? It's unique. And look. Unique's a good word. I'd rather be with them than against them. Yeah. <laughs> How would you describe Angel's Twitter to someone who is an Angel's fan but not really on Twitter? It's hard because, I mean, I guess you, you like to see your fan base active as opposed to, like, the Orioles. Twitter is probably fucking crickets. Yeah. But it's also, like, like man, sometimes I want to be like, yo, give it a rest. It's in, like, 2025. 20, yeah, it's it is insane, like you know how dude. we look at TikTok and we're like, oh, that's for little kids. Yeah, it is like the it's like whatever follows the thing that follows TikTok. Yeah, and it's it's like, so young. Like I get, I get the David Fletcher things. Like, I, I mean, I'll give you your credit. You were early on the Fletch train. Love Fletch, and you've always been like, like, yeah, this dude's gonna be a star, and I hope he is. But I don't think he'll be a star. But I think he is a for sure. He, if they, if could, they, he could become like top ten second baseman. If the they trade him. They will burn that stadium to the They'll ground. They'll riot, yeah. They, Angels Twitter will riot if they trade David yeah. Fletcher. So it's, I mean, I don't know. It's so hard to explain that, like, it seems like they're, they're so out of touch with reality, with, like, the Fletcher's goat shit and, like, yeah. I, but it's also kind of entertaining, so you that's can't like the, it. That's, like, the entry to Angels Twitter is, like, David Fletcher memes. And even Angels social media has got onto it. Well, they'll just post a picture of Fletcher, and they'll be like, they just know here, <laughs> yeah. this is what you guys want here. Um, one of the things that I see is like, there's a, a couple accounts. One of my favorite is please Billy Epler. He is yeah. so funny. Um, and they tweet basically like if we play, let's say we play the twins and then Dylan Bundy is the ace. They will tweet a picture of Dylan Bundy to the twin social media. And it's a picture of Dylan Bundy with laser eyes 
And it's like a picture that's been screenshotted over 50 times, so it's like kind of grainy. And they like Photoshop laser eyes, and they just said it says like you just lost to Dylan Bindi. And for some reason, it's so funny. And uh, like I said, it's one of those things where like if you're not with them, you're against them, and I'm gonna be with them on this one. Yeah. So you definitely don't want to get on Angel Twitter's back. Oh side. no way. No shot. Because it's so that's just a quick shout out to uh, Angel's Twitter. We were gonna get into. Um, how many games do you think the Major League Baseball will ultimately play? And uh, how long do you think, like, the season lasts? So, like, December? Well, man, I was going to say, if if there's, like, game three of the ALCS on the same night that, like, Monday Night Football is on, That'd it's going to be weird, you know? That's like, going to be rough, it, yeah. It's going to be kind of... So they have to be strategic with how they do it. And, like, I mean, maybe... I don't want to resort to this, but like maybe there's already so few, but like less off days. Like I don't know. It's yeah, weird. that'd be rough. I mean, Pujols would hate that. Pujols, yeah, dude. Pujols has like been doing the load management thing since before it was even. We're watching. Uh, yeah, Jesse just did the ultimate Dodger thing to do <laughs> is when the Dodger person hits a shut the fuck up, <laughs> dude. You go to every Dodger game, they all do that. They hit a, a deep pop fly. Everyone stands up, starts throwing their Dodger dogs down their throat, and it's a fucking. Warning track. Hit PDFJ, the fucking weight room. Yeah, PDFJ is playing uh, MLB The Show. Yep. And he thinks he just hit another one. But Here's another one. He fly ball. Wow. I literally didn't even throw up my hands. This lies. time. I hate both of you. Okay. This time you did it. You. you just lost to Brian Goodwin. You just got Dylan Bindied. <laughs> Watch me strike out the side again. <laughs> um, nah, but yeah, man. Like you were saying, it's going to be tough because th- it's it's hard when sports overlap too much so like yeah like for the, some of the older listeners like maybe you guys remember when uh dion when dion played in an nfl game and then hopped on the pj and went to yep dion's double play espn 30 for 30 you know so like what stuff obviously there's no players that are gonna go i mean fuck maybe shohei otani could play in the nfl you never know fuck but, one, one of the things like i think the less if there's if there's a less amount of games there's 100 games first of all gonna need refund yeah um, cut the check. Hey, Angels, tickets one eight seven seven tickets. Whatever, gonna need a refund. Seven one four tickets. Hey, seven one four tickets. Gonna need a refund. Um, I think that adv- I think that advantage leans towards the Angels if there's only like a hundred games. Like, it, say if they only play a hundred, then again, if we do make the playoffs and then people are like, you know, we make the playoffs and they only play hundred games, then here comes the oh, you couldn't last full season, da, 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 whatever, and then they'll call that a cheap. I think whoever wins the World Series this year is gonna get some sort of uh, their fan base is going to get the shit loser of the World Series is going to be like, well, we only had a fucking sorry yeah. year. So I think they'll play around 100, 120 games. Um, and I do think it'll end right around November, December. I think there will be a Mr. December, which I mean, look, coronavirus sucks and we are getting deprived of sports right now. But one of the things that is elite is that one day, hopefully this year, one day we will have a day where we can watch baseball, football, basketball. And for you Canadian Well, I don't know about I don't know about football. I don't know about basketball. Maybe even hockey. We're going to watch all three, all four. Um, I don't know about basketball though. Is that That's not possible, right? Uh, it do it you can't never, go back to at, August, right? At this rate you never know, huh. dude. Because man, what if we don't start the baseball season until like July? 4th of July opening day, how lit would that be? Those fireworks stores are going out of business providing for the Halos. Bro, um, 
Yeah, that is that is pretty scary to think of. I really don't want to scare the fan base or whatever. But for those of you that do have season tickets, let's all go to Angel Stadium, get our refund if they don't play 162. Um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm very excited. I'm also a little paranoid. I know it's probably going to be very simple to track, but I mean, like a bunch of double headers, right? Um, how does that work for? Like, so let's say opening day is July 4th. Mm -hmm. Do we just start there and then just shift everything back? Or there's going to have to be, for sure, some double headers. Yeah, that's, that's like, a pretty good idea. But, man, you also think, like, like so half of our pitchers are not going to get the rest that they normally would get. You know, yeah. they're going to pitch I mean, on three or four days rest. Like, it's going to be... They're probably going to allow a, a bigger roster this year, you think? like You take a guy like Shohei, who already is, like... Were you going to give them less yeah. rest? And pitch? and was that, I think, with, with the project that you and I are doing, Rocks and Outfield, the vlog series, if they do a two-a-day on a Thursday, we're not going to be able to realistically attend one of those. Like, if there's a morning and then a night game, we'll probably get the night game. But, I mean, my goal was to go to every single game. And if, if that's not fair to the ticket holders either, if you do multiple doubleheaders throughout the season... Like, because we didn't sign up for that. Yeah, and then they're going to stay like, oh, we'll just sell those. Yeah. You, that, they'll probably hit us with something like that. Like, we'll just sell those tickets and be like, well, I fucking can't. My yeah, guy. It's not my fucking fault. I would have went to every game. I didn't know there was going to be double headers. I yeah. expected for like one or two double headers a year. This unnamed virus that we will not name nope. has fucked everything up. Um, One of the things we do have coming out that did get delayed by the virus that we're not going to name, Uh, Brandon Marsh hoodies, Brandon Marshmallow. Mm. Um, He is... His hoodies are coming out. I was going to try to give him one at spring training. Again, we didn't go because of a virus that we will not name. Um, and going to do shirts. Uh, thinking of shirts and Brandon Marsh hoodies. So if you guys have any ideas for shirts, any, I'll, I'll listen to anybody. So, do they know about my Fletch idea yet? If not, let's They not will steal that. that. Okay. Yeah, they will steal that because they uh, somehow, there'll they'll be a tweet like uh, the best player in the AL West, blah, blah, blah. And they'll be like, David Fletcher? And it's so funny. It's kind of like the Alex Caruso thing, but I, I, for some reason, I don't like Alex Caruso. The aesthetic of him, like being Goat Russo or whatever. But I am on board for Fletch. Yeah, uh, please, Billy Epler's ears just ring. So, Dave Fletcher. Yeah, <laughs> please, Billy Epler. Shout out to you. Um, let's get into this uh, segment that we're gonna dive into. Oh, uh, we're gonna do a top five basically every week until we get baseball. Um, again, I'm trying to give you guys some juice without there being games played top five. I'm going to start like top five angels of all time. Your favorite Jesse's favorite and my favorite, my favorite angels of all time. Top Let's five. go ahead. Start with your number five, go from five to one. So like my fifth favorite, fifth favorite, my fourth favorite. favorite, third favorite, second favorite, favorite. Uh, Carl, okay. why don't you kick it off? Um, I'm gonna come out of left field, or actually, literally, no. Uh, number five is gonna be Benji Molina. He was, yeah. Break down a little reason, like okay. say the player, and then so, be like, like maybe a game or Benji, a certain play. Benji Molina, if I'm being honest, is one of my favorite players because. He was always like kind of out of shape and Hispanic. <laughs> and most of my life I've been out of shape and my Hispanic. whole life I've been Hispanic. <laughs> so okay, fair uh, comp, fair comp. And then, uh, yeah, he played catcher, you know, and then it was cool that like him and his brother Jose were on the team at the same time, you know, and like he's 
like they're still kind of involved in the organization. I think Jose Jose is like a catcher, a catching coach or something, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, man, Benji, shout out Benji Molina. That probably the best trio of brothers, like in pro sports. I'm th- now nah, maybe the Watt brothers got him. I don't know. I think Watt, and then there was another one. Ed, Ed Edmonds are not that great, but uh, still most they're probably the most recent. Yeah, but the Watts are probably. I mean, yeah. they're white, so they'll probably um, get that. Okay, this is not. I just thought of him right now, but this is not my fourth. But honorable mention: Orlando Cabrera. Okay, he, he was so dope when he played shortstop. With the when they would call him yeah. the, the Wizard of OC, uh, he was dope. He he just brought a lot of energy to the game. Uh, so shout out him. But yeah, my so that's gonna lead to my fourth one. Uh, fourth David uh, David Eckstein. Shout Eggie. out David Eckstein. Yeah, two thousand two World Series champ. He hit like six grand slams that year or something. Something absurd. <laughs> Little guy. Yeah, something absurd. Uh, he was a spark plug. He a lot of people compare him to like David Fletcher now. Oh shit! Let me. Uh, you can like not so much that you could put him anywhere, but he was a spark plug when you needed like a a bunt single or like a stolen base or something. You could count on David Eckstein. Who's your first one, Jose Molina? Uh, Benji. Benji. Uh, yeah. So so Eckstein, Eckstein fire. You know uh, he he was a huge contributor to that World Series team. You know played shortstop, held it down for a while. I was really sad to see him go. Uh, number three is going to have to be he longtime right fielder still in the organization probably he looks really good still man he looks like he could still go up there and take a fucking pitcher 450 but Tim Salmon Timmy Sam Tim Salmon where's my or he wore my favorite number number 15 uh the kingfish you know he was he was a staple you know damn a lot of like until Mike Trout came along a lot of people, when you thought of the Angels organization as a whole, it was like, yo, Tim Salmon. Like, pretty pretty funny that they're both fish. Fish, yeah. Weird. All we need is like... Like, if we see a kid in the draft next year, it's like Tyler Bass. It's like, all right, him. <laughs> that guy. Uh, Tyler Bass. Yeah, I was going to say if Lance Bass from NSYNC was Angels. Like, one, Jacob Catfish. Be like, oh, <laughs> I know who we're drafting. Uh, um, number three. Number three, Carlos sorry, Marlin. Sorry, 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 sorry. Carlos Marlin. You're on to number two top favorite angel. Um, yeah, shout out Tim Salmon, number three. Uh, number two, man, going to have to go to Big Daddy Vladdy. Uh, he was the original number 27. Yeah, he, pretty weird how they, uh, he was. He got 27 and someone else got 27. You know, not to I thought they'd retire. I don't know what your demographic of listeners is, but man, Vladdy had the biggest ass. Well, well I, I don't know how many. Ever seen. I I mean, his my dad used to joke that his ass started like at his neck. We do have a <laughs> like, following in Alabama, so mm-hmm. the well, deep south. Okay, well, Vladdy, they might not like this. Like I don't know if you guys have ever seen Fever Pitch, but well, his son, the girl, so says, thick. The girl says, Johnny Damon, you got the sweetest ass in the league. But no, <laughs> that's Vladdy Guerrero, yeah. bro. Fucking, well, now it's his son. Yeah, Vladdy Junior's thick. Vladdy Junior's thicker than Thicky. a fucking bowl of oatmeal. Thicky, thick. Uh, so shout out Vladdy. He was. I think he was my first, like, he was the first Angel jersey that I picked out. Mm-hmm. Like, I had I had some before, like, I had a salmon and stuff. But yeah. I remember saying, like, I want Vladdy's jersey, you know? I remember was, I had a blank one. I had a, I had a blank, and then I had a GA. Like, nothing on the back? Yeah, you know? I, th- I think I got a GA. Those are always good, because you don't, I mean, the guy gets traded or something, like, Garrett Anderson ended up going elsewhere. That's what I didn't know, like, like about baseball, is that people kept leaving and shit. Yeah. So, so uh, number one, number I mean. Number one's unanimous. No surprise here. It's pretty, uh. 
It's it's pretty standard for what's across the Suck board for, for most people, but man, Mike Trout, this guy, suck that little fishy dick. We're so lucky to be watching him do what he does on a daily basis. Some people like, very ungrateful. Like, hey, I we're playing MLB the show, and Mike Trout hit forty five home runs last year, and he didn't play the last like thirty games, and Cody Bellinger only hit forty seven. Watch me strike him out. He's not going to strike out. Is it set on easy? What's yeah, going on, on rookie right now? What's, what's going on right now? Not. You child. You're playing MLB The Show on rookie mode. I swear I'm not. Prove it. Yar. Let's see. Yar. Okay, producer Dodger fan. Jesse, you have time to break <laughs> away from your uh, striking out of Trout on the show. Uh, you could do top five Dodgers. I'll, I'll let you do that. Since, no, okay. since you don't want to talk about Angels. Because no, you probably okay. don't have a favorite Angel. I, I don't. So, but, yeah, just do that. If, if I had to watch guys play baseball, how like, about this? How about that this? I would enjoy. Like, top five like just in the MLB. Look, I'll appreciate. Motherfucker. I'll appreciate players in general. So I'll go ahead and say uh, I enjoyed watching Torrey Hunter play. I enjoyed watching. Uh, is this in no order or is this in order? No no order. Okay. I, I enjoyed watching uh, David Eckstein's play like Carl said. Okay. Also love the mentality of just a fucking game changer going out to the ma- mound. And you know the game is fucking over. And Troy Percival, mean ass motherfucker. Uh, let's see. Uh, go ahead and throw Trout on the list because I appreciate his game. Go one more. Um, no order whatsoever. I know I'm saying you got one more. Okay, and last but not least, I'll go ahead and say uh, I don't want to say Vladdy because Carl said it. You can. I mean, I appreciate his game, but I'll throw a throw a wrench in this and say uh, K Rod. Ooh, Frankie. Game changer did a great job of being called up in 2002. Was a dynamic pitcher. That, yeah, he was clutch that year. Yeah, definitely Im- implemented his style at such a young age and changed the game. And yeah, that wraps. You want to do a top five Dodgers real quick? Sean Green, Sean Green, Sean Green. No, okay, I'll go ahead and give you uh, my list. Okay, uh, Sean Green, absolute favorite baseball player of all time. Have the privilege to meet him in person. Now he knows my name, and I feel like. I'm the fucking king of the world. Okay. <laughs> um, also love uh, Eric Gagne. Man, greatest closer of all time on the roids. I, I got to say it. Uh, but when he came in the game, he was dubbed the name Game Over. Like, you just knew That's it. a bad nickname. That's like a solid nickname. It's Game Over. And there was no doubt about it every time he, he stepped on that mound. Yep. Um, pitchers, go ahead and say Clayton Kershaw. Love you, my guy. Yep. Gotta throw that on there. Uh, used to love Caesar Sturis a lot for whatever reason. Who? Um, Paul Laduca, very solid. Laduca's Pi- tight. Mike Piazza, a little bit before my time. Pizza. But still appreciate him. Um, let's see. That's love, very solid. A new guy that we just traded away, and I appreciate him for throwing my girlfriend a baseball, Kent Maeda. Yep. Good luck to you in Minnesota. And I can go on and on because I just love the Dodgers so much, but Obviously. that wraps it up. Obviously. Suck them all off, why don't you? Um, and now we go on to my top five, obviously the, the most goat. important, obviously the guys, the reason why you guys listen, um, my top five here, Hey man, coming in at number five, uh, a player that I was right on from the jump. I called it early. I used to get, I got his autograph before anyone else did. Uh, nobody wanted this guy. He was a total scrub whenever, when he came up, uh, David Fletch, he's making my list. He is. Why did you love him so much? I just saw something in him. That my scouting eye saw, and I said, hey, there's a reason they called this guy up. He moves like Jeter. He uh, 
He's just an overall dynamic player, and he is a good utility player. I called it, and he's going to be on our roster for – he's under control for like the next, I don't know, three, four years or something. So he ain't going nowhere. Solid. Uh, number four, I'm going to have Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Vladimir Guerrero. He was uh, probably the first star when I started watching. Um, obviously, Hall of Famer, all that stuff. It was cool to uh, cool to learn about a guy like that. Um, number three, Garrett Anderson. Ooh. I kind of like he. I thought he was kind of a dick. I think everyone did. But when I was going through like this little transition of like, you got to be mean to girls so they'll like you. Blah blah blah. <laughs> And he did, he did toss me a ball at one of the games. Like, I remember that was when my first MLB ball I got was from GA. He threw it to me. My grandpa would get, like, these sick-ass seats. Yeah. And he was an asshole. So, I mean, that kind of does it for me. Um, number two. Shohei Otani. Really? That quick? One of the angels that, I mean, two-way phenom, all-star, Japanese freaking... K-pop fan. I don't whatever you want to say about him. The guy's great. He's up there on my list. I have a lot of newer angels on my list. Obviously, missed out on a bunch of 2002 guys. Otani's on there. Number 17. God. You guys wish you had him. Try again. Try in the next life. Coronavirus about to wipe us all out. Try again in the next 2,000 years. Who are you talking to? Only angel fans listen to this. I think Shohei can stop the coronavirus. We just have to. Himself, yeah. Yeah, we just have to. He was actually really cool. He actually, uh, one of the things Shohei did is he helped, he helped me pay off my car oh. with his rookie cards. So <laughs> thank you, Shohei. You will always be. And number one, obviously no surprise. Um, Michael Nelson Trout, the God. Um, he would have helped me buy a house had I had his rookie cards, but I <laughs> don't have any. So, Michael Nelson is my number one. Again, quick rundown for Carl was Benji Molina, David Eckstein, Salmon, Vlad, uh, Trout. For me, Fletch, Vlad, GA16, Otani, and Trout. Um, Jesse, in no order, Tori, Eckstein, Percival, Trout, K-Rod. And that wraps up our top five. Dude, K-Rod was barely on the outside looking in on my list. Of your list? Yeah. Well, you had honorable mention. Honorable mention for me will have to be Eckstein, little guy. Angels wouldn't have won a championship without K-Rod. Dude, K-Rod, there, before he started beating up his girlfriend's dad, like, he was... I mean, mm. what did he do that for, though? He was the illest closer in the league for yeah. so many years. Psychopath. Dude, he was like... Uh, psychopath. Yeah, he's he was nuts. I remember he would do that violent leg kick, and then he when he would strike the guy out, he would be, like, looking in center field, and then he'd yeah. have to, like, turn back. And, ah! With yeah. those windshield wiper glasses. Oh, yeah. Those- so we have a couple uh, Twitter questions here from our Rocky listeners. Uh, first one comes from Derek L. Rumble Ponies PhD. Mm? Great thing. So he says, talk about the impact the Rumble Ponies have and how it can benefit the young Max Farias 27. This is an inside joke tweet uh, by one of my coworkers. The Rumble Ponies is actually a guy, a couple guys at work. It's a group of four of us, four or five of us, whatever. Um, just like to make jokes. We're on Twitter. Um, and I have yet to be called up into the Rumble Ponies. I'm still in the minor league system. So the impact they can have is I can learn a, I can learn a lot from these guys. Jeff. Road, road to the show. Need. Yeah. Jeff, Derek, Adam. I could learn a lot from those guys in the league. And, um, you know, I can't wait to make to the majors. Um, I know you really can't answer that question, but 
this is a shout out to the Rumble Ponies at Rumble Ponies PhD and at uh, Adam VLDZ seven one four Valdez. Um, and Jeff doesn't have a Twitter, but shout out Jeff. Uh, next question. The best of luck on your journey to the bigs. To Thank join you. The Rumble Ponies. Thank you. I can't wait to get there. Um, next one from a really cool guy on Twitter at Halo Season uh, Migoroa 3 Top five activities to do during quarantine. I don't know what that is. Sorry, I'm asking Jesse to give me my phone. For what? Oh, keep going. My bad. Top five activities to do during quarantine. Yeah. Obviously, number one for me is going to be Twitter. Solid. Number two, MLB The Show. Okay. Number three, and my underage listeners, close your ears. Doing the nasty. It's nasty time. Number four, breaking your diet. And number five. What even is a diet? Netflix. I guess I could have said Netflix and chill for number three. What the frick is even that? So number so my five is going to be Twitter, MLB The Show, Netflix and chill, breaking your diet, and then actually Netflix. Solid. That's a solid list. You have a top five? Yeah. Mine's, brother? Mine's a little uh, more PG. So... Sorry. No, man, this is your show. Do whatever you want, baby. <laughs> I don't want to get too sexual. Um, man, so my first one is kind of it's very obvious, but it gets overlooked. Mm-hmm. My first one in the quarantine is complaining. Number one. <laughs> Number one is complaining. And this is from like least to most important, I'd say. Um, complaining, man. I Number one. I know I'm gonna complain a lot if I'm quarantined. I'm just gonna fucking say, What the fuck, dude? Why do we have to be stuck in this stupid ass yeah. house, you know? So that's number one. Number two, uh, simple push-ups, you know, try to stay healthy, try to stay active. That's a quick, easy way to do it. You can do it pretty much anywhere. Um, so push-ups, that's my second go-to. Uh, third one, I I got video games, but yeah, MLB The Show for sure. Uh, maybe some UFC. I knew that. I know that new Call of Duty dropped. Uh, so video games. Yeah, video games solid. Uh, next one, if you're quarantined up with like some of your family members, I think a solid one is board games or like even like your Ooh. your phone has like that heads up game. You can yeah, have yeah. everybody involved, you know, games. interact interact with the people you don't normally see on a daily basis, you know, because now that we're all quarantined up, might as well spend yeah. some time together. And my last one, this is a sleeper, but uh, watching highlights of your favorite sports teams. So I know I kind of mentioned earlier about like I dove back into the World Series. But even like, man, sometimes I'll go down a rabbit hole and like the Mike Trout catch in Baltimore where he basically jumped over the fence, you mm-hmm. know, like or the one where he held on against Seattle, like just stuff like that. And, and you get that rush of like, especially if you were watching it right in that moment, you get that rush of like, damn, like this dude really did that. There's know? nothing like, better than being at a game and like watching a highlight. Yeah. Like I, if I was a Nationals fan, I would watch Howie Kendrick hit that grand Nothing slam. Better. Nothing better. So uh, it's cool. Uh, I mean, that's your top five. That's going to be my five, solid man. top five. Jesse, sorry, solid top five. Producer Dodger fan Jesse, PDFJ. Top five to, things to do during quarantine. Sex. Just say Netflix and chill for the kids. What kids listen to your shit? You're right. Go ahead. Jesse's a fan of Michael Jordan meme. Fuck them Sex. Kids. Number two, Pornhub. <laughs> Number three. Um, only fans, only whatever you want to call that. Only fans, yeah. only fans. Okay. Uh, number four, I'm gonna go ahead and go with video games. VGs. Number five, alcohol and food. 
That's okay. kind of like breaking your five and six. Yeah. But. All right. Damn, I feel bad because I gave like insight for all of mine. Yeah, like, you go. Just, you wanted people to be righteous and shit. I could have just no. I'm saying I I told you guys what I like why I chose him when I could have just rattled them off. Like, well, I mean he's preoccupied no, doing technical bad. stuff. What do you want me to do? The tech guy. Nothing. You're the tech guy. <laughs> Not just kidding. That was awesome. Uh, good question though. Good. That's yeah. Good. That was from uh, Halo Susan. My Rockies. I have two boxes of hoodies sitting at my house. I need them gone. Here's a way you can get one. Follow us on Apple iTunes. Like, subscribe, retweet, rate, review, all that. Dude. Here's a way for sure to get one. I have a great idea for you to give them away. I wasn't done talking. But go ahead. My bad. My bad, dude. It's good. Uh, for those of you that are having a hard time finding toilet paper, mm. we have a box of I, I don't know why I even gave them the chance. I, I set oh, I fucking teed him up for that. Took the bait. Um, my fishy, Rockies. Fishy. I have two boxes of Angels hoodies. Here's how to get them. You're gonna follow us on Twitter. Follow us on uh, Apple iTunes. Retweet some stuff. Like, subscribe, uh, rate, and review. The biggest thing is a review. If you leave a review, you screenshot it and you tweet it at me at Rocks in the OF. I will do what I can to get you a jacket. Again, two boxes in my house. Got to get rid of them. Um, and that's just that's just how I'm ending the show. A generous mood. Um, I can't meet up with you to give it to you, so I will have to ship it because I don't want to get the virus we're not all worried about. And uh, that's going to be it from us. Dude, Lysol, Lysol it down um, before you ship it. Yeah, just no. so you know. That. Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, that's on them at that point. At that point, it's on them. Um, that is going to be it for this week of rocks in the outfield. This is going to be episode number six. Weird. So weird to start this podcast six weeks in and there's no baseball. That is so weird. I don't know, um, how else this could have happened. Literally the week, the year I start a podcast of log, this happens. It might be a sign. Um, real quick. Halo of the week goes to the angels social media team. They've been real active and, They've actually stepped up during this time of no baseball. They probably have it harder than I do. And uh, lastly, I want to thank Carl, uh, Mike Clout, Carl Cervantes, White Claw 15, uh, for coming on the show, being the first guest, and uh, helping us fill this time. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. No, thank you, dude. Shout out to the Rockies. So, uh, yeah, keep an eye out for myself and Carl Cervantes, Mike Clout 15 at Angels Games. Whenever they do kick up, we will be there opening day, whenever that is, July 4th, July 5th. September 8th. I don't care. We're going to be there. Um, Once again, thanks for listening. We will catch you guys later. And like I said, make sure you guys go ahead and take your opponents uh, 450 deep. That'll be it for me. We'll see you guys next week. Go Rumble Ponies.